Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast. I am Drew Martin, joined by Kelly Stewart, Adam Trigger, and a special guest host here, Ariel Epstein, stepping in for CT Bets. We got Jay Cornegy coming on as well. And like always, guys, we are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva, 4.5% ABV Tequila Seltzer. It's a little healthier, guys. You need to check it out www.vivatequilaseltzer.com, wagertalk.com as well. Best free live odds in the industry. Like always going around the horn here, Kelly Stewart at Kelly in Vegas. Kelly, welcome in. Happy week two college football, week one NFL. Um, I'm not that happy because it was not a great weekend, but you know, NFL is around the corner. I like entirely too many games. So you know how that's going to go out for me. Um, yeah, I think there's like nine college games that I text Pam. She and I are doing a college contest together. And uh, that's just an excessive amount of games. And here I am, you know, just working my butt off on a Wednesday, not trying to narrow any of them down because just got to the point where last weekend I left two winners off the card. Not doing that again this weekend. Guns hot, fire away. Kelly Stewart with that really cool Viva shirt, by the way. We got uh, Adam Trigger as well on Twitter at TopFlightSI, wagertalk.com. Trig, welcome in, man. What's going on, Drew? Um, week one was not not great for me. College football, I'll just say it right now. I'm sure, we'll get into that. And I thought it was going to be, you know, I the only thing I played on two, on Thursday or Friday was Central Michigan plus twenty one and a half. Uh, they were down like a hundred in the fourth quarter and somehow came back and covered. So I got that win, and I'm thinking this is this is great. Like, what a great start to the week. There was other games that I stayed off of that lost. And uh, Saturday was a complete disaster. Uh, so looking, you know, looking forward to this weekend. We got NFL back as well, and, and hopefully we're bouncing back uh, with the picks on the show, and, and hopefully I'll have a good weekend as well. Absolutely. Water under the bridge on the same way, Trig. 0-2 on Saturday, lost another one on Sunday. Uh, I had LSU. We, we know that the point after was blocked. It was a terrible weekend. Week two is here, though. Water under the bridge. Let's find some winners. I know somebody that knows how to find them in MLB, NFL, maybe college football as well. MLB Network, Yahoo Sports, Ariel Epstein is with us. Ariel, welcome in. Thanks, Drew. It's great to be with you guys, as always, because, again, I don't really talk to any of you enough throughout the day. Not at all. Filling in for Chris Thurston. CT Betts is still going to give out a best bet at the end of the show. I do like it, and uh, we'll hopefully give out some more winners, too, throughout the next hour. Yes, we will. And maybe even a hula dance, if we're lucky enough. I've heard that. Yes, uh, yes everyone has to yes, a hula. <laughs> yes, a hula. And everybody has to compliment Kelly's hair today. It looks fabulous, Cal. Thanks. I uh, had to go to the hair salon at 7.30 this morning because Ariel Epstein had uh, something come up at work. And so we had to film her prop shop segment with Andy Lang for bet on it. Super early, um, but thanks, Ariel. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy being bronze. Bronze? What's this color? I don't even know what this color is anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the boys can answer. That'd be a better one. That'd be better for them. I would say dirty blonde. I think it looks good. My dad had the audacity to call me a dishwater blonde. As if, like, that, <laughs> thank you, Ariel. I was like, That sounds so me? mean. In what that world is that so a compliment? Mean. So men, take note. That is never a nice thing to say. And Joe Ranieri's screwing up my color. Now I'm getting green. My Viva shirt is getting digitalized from the green screen. What is happening? 
what 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 is the proper way to say it is it is it highlighted hey, I, I'm not I really don't know sure. you know okay. you know I'm not good with this stuff I just sit down in the chair and I'm like do your thing just give me hair so I don't look bald it's and- a little dirty blonde and it's good you could just be like yeah I'm dirty I'm dirty blonde oh yeah you know me <laughs> <laughs> oh nice sorry classy what do you, classy what, what classy do you think it's called? yeah yeah what, what, what do you think it's called trig and uh we got a recap segment man let's steam through this because I, I have a feeling it wasn't good yeah well i, I don't know no, no, I don't wait know we should just skip right the recap all together like we already had to suffer well, through it enough all of our viewers already had to suffer through it with us here here's a recap trig six missed field goals two missed point afters a muffed punt, a blocked punt. I mean, listen, it, it was just special teams. I don't know special if teams. college football could have so, went any worse this weekend. No, I, I actually. Oh, your CLB you trophy on App State. How could we forget? So, oh, Kelly, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. I don't want to go through the games again because it was a disaster. But what I did, so what I did do was timestamp some some of the stuff from our group chat. So people could just get an oh, idea no. of how bad it actually yeah, was. I didn't expect to canceled today. Excuse me, excuse me. Those messages are private, okay? I did they're, not they're expect not. to be canceled today. Here we are. So listen, <laughs> no, no one's getting canceled. It's just it, it's just really kind of, you know, it puts the, the weekend in a nutshell. So, you know, actually early on, everyone was, everyone was fired up. You know, I'm sitting there. Uh, I gave out a tennis play that looked good. So this is 12.35 p.m. Eastern. Kel, shut up, Trig. It's football season, even though my tennis play won. Yeah, nobody cares no about tennis. Trig, you're over 30 hey. minutes into college football, and you're blowing up the group chat about tennis. <laughs> tennis! You know, tennis was tennis was the saving great. Tahoe Joe gave tennis winners out all weekend in the group chat. So that oh, was the, Joe, the sa- I can't. That's my new name for him. That's going to um, So that's my new name like for him. 12.37 I text it. So now it's 1237. Two minutes later, I text a picture of, so I got a new puppy recently, texted a picture of it because I was at Subway getting food. Ariel called me a loser, said, how are you not on your couch right now? It's football season. This is poor planning. And I said, listen, Ariel, I don't, not all of us live in New York City. I was in Oneida, New York. No one's delivering food to you. You have to go get it yourself. Smart Uh, people get their food before kickoff. Listen, this is how I knew Looking back on it, you know that little foreshadowing thing when like something good happens, but you know it's like, I look back. Negative 12, vibes only. 12, yeah, so one o'clock, <laughs> back, with a, back with a protein bowl and a 21-7 lead in the App State game. It was great planning because you told me it was poor, poor planning. Um, and that was the like pretty much the last good thing I had to say all day because after that, everything went to complete shit. Uh, 3.25 p.m., Kelly, I'm changing my phone number. 3.29 p.m. from Kelly. I'm going to jail. Ariel asked why. <laughs> we still don't know why. Stop texting me. Trig, this is full. This is a full PSA. This is for real. I literally am still thinking about changing my phone number. I have so many numbers that I do not have saved. I have no idea who some of these people are. And it's just like, I get it. I'm watching the game too. I saw the missed field goals i saw the blocked putt do you think i'm enjoying myself do you think i want to hear your commentary let me be miserable on my couch <laughs> by myself and let me project my miserableness on my actual friends not people that i met maybe one time and drunkenly gave my phone number to 
I, I guarantee you, our, there's viewers out there that, that can probably um, that, that can probably relate to that. Um, I have 4:02 p.m. Is this is this is the worst? This is when I knew my day was going to hell. Uh, I had App State plus one and a half. Okay, four o'clock Eastern time. They scored a touchdown and missed a two point conversion to make it a one point game. Now I was at a wedding at this point, so I went to the bar after that happened. And I just felt my phone, you know how like I'm at the bar and I can feel the phone just vibrating, vibrating, vibrating in my pocket, trying not to look at it. And so I come back five minutes later to like a hundred texts. Um, and, and of course, App State managed to give up an onside kick for a touchdown, not get the two point conversion after they scored a touchdown. And when I lost App State plus one and a half in that fashion, I said, there's no way this day could, could can be good. And that's basically was the case. I lost UTEP. Plus 31 and a half, they lost by 32. It just wasn't a good day. We didn't hear from CT Betts all day at 510. He says he's trashing his house. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, 812 p.m. 812 p.m. says I might not make it to next weekend. And at 838, Benny, Uncle Benny just goes, today has been rough. So there you go. <laughs> That was uh, yeah. That so was this basically... rough. It is absolutely a great yeah. Uncle Ben always with the bright spot, always with the positivity, yeah. trying to keep me. Uh, That's why you keep drinking. And I don't know yeah. if Drew Martin drinking. Text one time in that entire group chat. Drew just sits yeah, back yeah. and must just watch. And every once in a while, he'll chime in with like a really good statement. But for the most part, I feel like Drew's like the silent stalker in the group chat. But he just sits back and he's like. Why am I friends with all these people? He's got to look down at his phone sometimes. He's like, cool, 74 new messages. Not going to read those. Why do you think that Drew... 74 174 like, like i i and by the <laughs> way i'm sitting i'm sitting with a notepad all day guys with it's me and bella just watching college football on three screens taking notes so i can't be there like i that's why saturdays i don't contribute too much text messages on saturday Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous, guys. This is like the best group chat I've ever been involved with. And to tell you the truth, I didn't even go back through. So it's like the opposite of stalkerish. It's like, to tell you the truth, I just went blind on Saturday. I don't really know what happened in the group. I went out to go watch the college football games after the the 12 o'clock slate. And I had to put the group chat on, like, do not disturb for like 8 o'clock on. Because I just knew at that point everyone was losing. So at that point, it was just... The day it was over. I didn't need to read it anymore. I knew what I was getting. Kelly's going to leave the group chat or change her phone number. CT's not going to answer. He's going to leave the group chat and trash his house. Joe is going to make some kind of comment that he bet what Trig didn't, or what Trig bet. So now it's jinxed and it's over and it's a loser. So yeah, that's just the way it goes. It's very predictable. He does love those top flight novels that he gets. He says he reads them on the toilet every morning. Someone, someone yeah, laughed. I actually think it was. He said his phone died was, today because of three top flight novels. Well, you know, I think it was Joe, Joe left. Well, Joe's a big Ohio State fan, so he definitely he was out in like the second quarter. He 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 left. I think he's well, he's back now because he's been giving us tennis winners ever since. But yeah, Saturday in in recap, Saturday was not a good day. So last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, I think everything we gave out on the show won. Last week, most of the stuff we gave out on the show lost. So hopefully we can come back here with NFL Week 1 starting this weekend and have a great show. That's the goal, guys. Let's have a great show.
Yeah, kickoff NFL here. And actually, we got big game slate rundown. Ariel uh, joining us here at Ariel Epstein, Yahoo Sports, MLB Network. She knows her NFL as well. Ariel, did you have a game you wanted to break down week one NFL, maybe a baseball game tonight, anything like that? Ooh, okay. Well, baseball, I had a lot of stuff that's already underway. It was a big day slate today. Rockies plus one and a half. Winner! Thank you, baseball fans. Group chat. Um, Otherwise, for the games this weekend, I know that a lot of us really like the game uh, for the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. I'll let Kel break that one down from a more game perspective. Uh, I'm bet on it. I was talking about how I love this game from a props perspective. Minnesota's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is going to throw the football. They're just designed to throw the football more this season. Uh, Dalvin Cook last year wasn't bad, obviously, top five running back, just not, you know, he he lost a little bit off of what he was doing, and they were kind of doing more of that dual running back kind of backfield thing. And I really just love the receivers in Minnesota. You've got Justin Jefferson, who is incredible, another year under his belt. His longest reception props are always fun. However, there's a Another wide receiver whose name is not Adam Thielen, who is not Justin Jefferson, it's K.J. Osborne. He's the deep threat for Minnesota a lot of the time. Look for his longest reception prop this weekend. Kirk Cousins loves going to him. He averaged just about 25 yards per longest catch in home games last year. They're in Minnesota this game. Plus, in both the games last season against Green Bay, Osborne went over 15.5 yards for his longest catch. Go find anything. 18 and a half would be my max. Anything uh, 18 and a half or lower, KJ Osborne for his longest reception for sure. I like it, Ariel. And, and just because I'm asking because I don't know, do, are the props out yet? Like those type of NFL props, are they out right now or is it more like day of the game, day before? Some of them are out actually. DraftKings had a bunch of them out. Um, there are other books that haven't really. They've been a little bit more slow. You'll start to see the props for tomorrow's game come out now, and then you'll see starting probably Friday, most of the sports books will start, especially for week one, getting the props up. Good stuff from Ariel Epstein. We got Trig. Trig, big game breakdown. What do you got, man? Yeah, Drew, so you know, I'm in the same boat with Kel right now. There's there's a lot of, there's a ton of games I like. And I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to pare it down to the ones I really love. So I'll probably start locking games in officially starting tonight. I know I might miss a half point here or there if that happens. But I think in, in week one, more so it's important, um, you know, to make sure you're, you're not missing anything. Uh, one of the games I'm looking at that I do like quite a bit is the Giants plus six. Um, the one thing I, I I'll start with this, the one thing I want to make sure, uh, both of the, so Thibodeau is, is I would say he's most likely not going to play, um, old, old Jari. I don't know if I said that correctly, but their other, uh, defensive end is questionable and that might put me off of them. If they go in with their defense too banged up, I might have to, to leave this one alone. Um, but I really like this giants team. And in theory, getting six here with the Giants, I think is a great bet because I'm not high on the Titans at all, guys. I just don't see how the Titans are, are going to be very good, are going to ex- even come close to their expectations, let alone exceed them. Um, their offensive line is worse than last year. And Derrick Henry is starting to get there. There's some mileage on that car, Drew. Like, he can't just, he's not just going to be able to carry the ball as many times as he has. And he comes off an injury from last year. So he's got to slow down at some point, in my opinion. And it could be this year. The other thing that, that's huge, obviously, is the loss of A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Um, you know, they bring in Robert Woods, but he's off an injury. 
So, so what, what is, you know, it, it, that's not really an even swap in my opinion. The Giants, I talked about it a little bit last week when I said I liked over seven wins. Daniel Jones, it, it's his year, and it, it, he has to play well for himself, for that team. I just can't see him going out and having a bad year. And if you look at the Giants last year when Daniel Jones was on the field, because remember, he missed a bunch of time toward the end of last year. When he was on the field, this team was far more productive. The skill players, Saquon Barkley, should be healthy. And those receivers, I mean, Kenny Galladay, Tony, uh, I even like Wandale Robinson could be good. Like he's got so many skill players there. There's no excuse, Drew. This offense should be far better. Obviously, the defense, they they tried to make improvements. Um, we'll we'll see if that works out. And the offensive line is better. So when I when I add all of that up, Giants plus six, it seems like too many points. The Titans are not good as a favorite. If you look in, in recent years, they tend to struggle with laying points. So I would take the six points for the Giants here. And I wouldn't be using Titans in your Survivor Contest, guys. I was just getting ready to say that, Trig. You know Titans is going to be a huge Survivor play this week. And it kind of grosses me out because I don't know if they're going to lose. But I definitely know that Sharp – I mean, it's five and a half. You said six. I should have the wager talk on screen, but I do not. That that six, you're only going to see six minus 120 at this point probably. Some books are still listing this six minus 120, but – uh, other books that have minus 110 probably have five and a half. Yeah, what, would I be surprised board. to see this be a field goal game? Absolutely not. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got I got a lot of decisions to make in Survivor this week because I don't like any team not to lose. Yeah, yeah. Kelly, yeah it's, it's, week one. It's f- five and a half um, in all the offshores. It's minus six at oh. South Point, minus six at Circa. Westgate has five and a half. Yeah, I don't know which game I'm going to get for a big game breakdown. Sorry, I'm over here. I I just did bet on it, so I feel like I want to give our hustle viewers like a little extra before I just tweet it out on Saturday morning. But like, I like 12 games this week, Drew, and that's just on Saturday. I've got five on Sunday. Here's what I'm going to do because this is this is what I I think makes the most sense. Um, So I'll give out my best bet at the end of the show. Ariel kind of already alluded to it. And I'll give out my best college bet along with it. It's just like a little two-part thing. Um, but I'm going to give out uh, a third leg of the – and this is just this is to fuck with Drew a little bit. I'm going to give out my third leg of the parlay. I'm going to take Kentucky plus five and a half here. I, I don't know a team that looked better than the Florida Gators last week. You've got this team beating the number seven team in the country. They went from unranked to all of a sudden the number 12 team. You've got – AR-15, his Heisman odds just plummeted. He went from like something like 60 to 1 to now like 18 to 1, depending on where you like to shop. I originally had Florida circled for this game, Drew, because last year, if you remember, in Lexington, I had Kentucky to close out the third leg of a 32 to 1 parlay. How did the Wildcats win that game? They exploited the Gators' secondary. Where are the Gators still having problems? They're secondary, and I think that this looks like a game that the whole world's going to go out, bet the Florida Gators because they are going to remember exactly what they saw last. You guys, this is the week to capitalize on all of the overreactions, and we'll see it next week in the NFL as well. But uh, I like Kentucky. I'm going to sprinkle on the money line, and it's going to be a leg in my parlay this week. I, I I don't disagree with you, Kelly. I mean, it's not that much going. I, I haven't bet Florida big or anything like that. It's I, I'm kind of no, with you. I, I know, like, 
I know that you're more of an X's and O's guys, and I understand that Florida has made a lot of improvements very early on with Billy Napier, and I don't want to discredit that. I just, I'm just not sure they're a six-point home favorite just yet to a really solid Wildcat squad. One more thing, like, okay, so this is a sore subject for Drew, so I apologize for bringing it up, but if Utah just punches that in, if Utah just punches that in, what's the line in this game, right? Like. It was that's a good okay. point. So there you go. I mean, Utah was on the goal line. They threw a pick like nine times out of 10. They're probably scoring there. And so, yeah, I don't disagree with Kel there. Probably too many. No, I, 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 I agree with you, Trey. That's a great point. I mean, they were throwing into the end zone to win the game and it got intercepted. <laughs> like it, it was really a to- It's like the definition of a toss up game. So well, and I, think about it. It was a really hot, hard fought game. Had mm-hmm. let's say they played. FAU or USF or just a regular Florida school week one, I think they would trounce Kentucky this week. But I think that that game, they left it all on the field. I That is the only game I watched every single second of this weekend. Uh, I know I got made fun of because I was flipping back and forth between a lot of other games on Twitter. And they're like, oh, you obviously weren't watching. And I'm like, well, that's my fault. I wasn't. I was a little bit all over the place. But Florida gave it all that they had. And that kind of makes me wonder on how they bounce back this week. Kelly, if they were playing this Saturday night again, what would you open the line at? Versus Utah? Utah, Utah Florida, yeah. Pick 100%. Probably should have been yeah. a pick them to begin with. I think it's still okay. a coin flip game. If they played that game again, I think it would be a coin flip game. I think that they bullied each other in the trenches. I think that there were some convenient turnovers for both sides. And I think that Florida is definitely on the rise with Billy Napier. I'm just not sure they're ready to be six-point favorites uh, to a really scrappy Wildcats team that offensively, again, can exploit that secondary. Now, my real question is, is can Kentucky stop Anthony Richardson? Because last year, remember, Florida was running that two-quarterback system very horribly. I think that he is going to be really good under Billy Napier. I'm just not sure that they deserve to be almost a touchdown favorite right now. I'm with you, Kelly. I mean, I, I I don't disagree with you. It's just it plus Ralph today on the college football show, college football today, best damn college football show out there. That's literally the name of the show on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Um, he brought up a good point in terms of Kentucky playing a lesser opponent actually kept a lot not on film, which should help them this week oh, in terms 100% of Florida not preparing. True. Think, yeah. Like I said, Florida left it all on the field, and I, I actually meant that. I mean, we saw them pull plays out of their ass that I never saw last year. Obviously, different coach, Dan Mullen, better offensive scheme, Billy Napier. But uh, there's a lot of tape. There's going to be a lot of tape to watch, and you're absolutely right. And and it's funny how you say that because I even told mid-major Matt, he asked me about KC this week, and I go, well, I could barely even watch the game. I had to, like, check scores, and I caught highlights on Twitter. It wasn't something like that great that K-State had to show. And that's kind of the interesting thing here is you look at some teams that played cupcakes week one, well, were the cupcakes that bad? Or did they just run a lot of plays? Did they just decide, hey, we're not going to show that much, and so they didn't cover? There's a lot that really goes into it, and I'm sure our guest, Jay Cornegay, will get into that a little bit more in terms of a bookmaking perspective. 
Sure. We got one of the best minds behind the counter from Westgate Sportsbook coming with us just shortly. For my big uh, game breakdown, guys, 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, I'm going 325-326 UTSA, University of Texas, San Antonio, and Army, 54.5 being the total. UTSA looking at the wager talk odd screen, minus 2.5 point favorites. I think the wrong team is favored here. Remember, last week, UTSA went against Houston, a hard-fought game right down to the end as well. Now they got to go on the road, San Antonio, up to the northeast, near where uh, actually Trigg's been there. Supposedly it's a beautiful atmosphere. I've never been. I was supposed to go to this game, Drew. I was supposed to go to this game, but can you? I know. That would have been cool. Yeah. I'm going to to one later in the season, but, yeah, it's it's a great spot. Keep going. Sorry. No, no, it's great. I mean, hey, they got to stop the option. Um, doing it after that type of week in an Army team. Don't forget, they were eight and four last year. Uh, good bet down the stretch as well. So, uh, Trig, I'm going to take Army outright. I mean, I'm going to put the two and a half in my pocket for big game breakdown here, but I split the bet money line. I love it, Drew Right here, play number two, already locked and loaded. Uh oh, made the KIV long list here. Trig, do you like it? Yeah, I do. That's a it's it's okay. one of the games I'm I'm looking at considering for sure. That's a uh, that's a tough like you said it's a tough trip for for UTSA and that's a great venue. You know, to get a great this will probably be their best turnout uh, for a home game if, if you look at their schedule. So yeah, no, that's a that's going to be a I, I think Army's very live there. Would will be surprised if they don't win to be honest with you. Yeah, hopefully kick us off Saturday with the winner. Guys, reminder, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Check it out, vivatequilaseltzer.com. And if you use the coupon code HUSTLE, that's H-U-S-T-L-E, at checkout, it takes 10% off of your order. Four different flavors here. We got Huckleberry, good to mix with a shot of tequila in it as well. Viva Tequila Seltzer, 4.5% ABV, zero sugar as well so if you're a drinker and you don't like hangovers zero sugar a big deal with that check it out viva tequila seltzer.com um i think we got uh jay getting set up right now not sure if we got him uh ready to well, all right we got him ready to rock right. here we go from westgate Superbook, my favorite sports book in las vegas it is big it is glorious it is fun to watch games and bet them as well sportsbook director there at jay cornegy on twitter jay welcome in how are you hey guys how are you oh we're doing good kelly stewart Ariel we can hear you. Uh, adam trigger uh, i am drew martin yeah i like it better us, when guys. when drew, when uh he just holds up a note card and he just Me has too. To, to write us notes it's better that I way got right i here. do too right who's prepared plan b <laughs> No, uh, Jay, it's good to week, have you. Man, this, is a, this is a good time of year. No, there's no doubt, but uh, a little scrambling around here. Uh, you can start to feel it, though. You know, we, we had a, a, a number of our VIPs coming in uh, today and uh, a lot more tomorrow and Friday, obviously. But, you know, the uh, the VIP booths and pods, they're starting to fill up and you can just feel the excitement, you know, in the book. So it, it's that time of year, but we're ready to go. Don't give away pod Uncle Benny's pod. pod. Don't pod give away Uncle Benny's, Benny's favorite pod. <laughs> is that number Three one? Lines. There it is. <laughs> it's yours. It has your name on it. We won't give it away unless someone outbids you. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> I don't have that's just me. Uh, I like to be left the fuck alone, as we all know, when I'm watching games. <laughs> I don't want to hear <laughs> all the other people. Because typically this is what happens when you're at the sports book. 
I don't care what anybody says. If it's if I'm like at the bar grabbing a drink, I walk to the bathroom and I hear like a loud scream. I'm like, oh god, what just happened? And it's usually really bad for me. Yeah, well, you know, I think Murray's pointing you out. You know, uh, I wouldn't do that, Kelly. But I, <laughs> I know that you like we. You know, Kelly loves the clubhouse. We actually had to tint the windows in there because she likes it in her, her privacy. She wants her her own little room in there, and so we had to tint the windows just to make sure that she gets her privacy, so she doesn't get, you know, bothered. Uh, I almost, I almost, swore, I, I almost swore there, but I didn't. Okay. I, <laughs> It's okay, you Jay. Know, you can let him fly on this show. We don't care what Johnny Detroit says. We do whatever we want. <laughs> Jay, you talked about the excitement, the, the, the excitement yeah. there at uh, Westgate Sportsbook. Out, is it like the? Is it like that? Behind the room, you know, take us behind the scenes when you when you guys are putting up the lines and taking the bets. Is there excitement within there? Oh sure. Well, you know the. Week in, week out, college, you know, schedule is always kind of exciting because we always have a few different opinions and, you know, we have discussions, more like arguments and side bets going on in the back room of where these lines should be. Um, you know, the NFL lines we've had up since um, middle of May. So they've been up there for about four months or so. Uh, but now that they're settling in, but you can definitely feel the the buzz in the back room. I, I just came back from, you know, our, our uh, control room. You know, we have about 10 guys back there right now. And, and um, um, just the amount of activity that's going on, you know something's up. Uh, it, it's, not, it's not your typical Wednesday in the back room. As we're getting ready, uh, you know, in all these different jurisdictions that we got running now for the Superbook. Uh, but there's definitely a, a level of uh, excitement in the back room and, you know, um, our, uh, you know, uh, Superbook as well. And Jay, when you're putting Jay, up these lines, are, are you kind of shading one way or the other? Like, I don't know if you heard, we were talking about Kentucky and Florida game this Saturday and talking about how Kentucky didn't have to show as much on film and Florida went all the way to the end with Utah kind of bringing everything out. Do you talk about that type of stuff or what are you guys really going over in terms of where to put these lines? Part of the discussion we, we actually did not say that specifically but we did talk about the the utah florida game and how you know uh it was a dogfight uh, all the way to the end and some of the benefits and and, and some of the disadvantages of, of playing a game like that heading into next week so um there is a wide range of discussions that go on there uh, a lot of strong opinions <laughs> that we have a lot of <laughs> strong personalities and in that back room but that's what makes the line so tight is that we have all these different angles you know coming at these games and uh you know five or six opinions certainly a lot better than one or two and is it something where you have to be like hey okay that's enough now let's hear from somebody else and are you meaning strong opinions like that or is it hey you take the floor and you just make your your, your opinion as long as you want well, I like to pull rank every once in a while. That's for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, listen, I've been working with you know Ed Sam and Jeff Sherman and John Murray for for a long period of time, and and uh, I certainly respect their opinions. And if someone makes a valid point, you know, and and uh, you know, we go with it. But if they're wrong, I can tell you that you know some of the stuff uh, that we have in our little text groups 
uh, might not be pleasant for some of those guys that might have had a very strong opinion heading into a specific game, and they were totally off base, Drew. And they're going to definitely hear about it on Saturday afternoon, or it's certainly by Saturday night. Oh, it's like I our would group chat. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, Jay, my my text, my text group lets me hear about all of my opinions. So you know, not the winners. Good. We don't let you know about that's your true. winners. Yeah. We just tell you about your yeah. losers. That's correct. <laughs> Jay, what about um any any sharp action on the college football or NFL slate? Do you think the you can share any of that with our uh, with our listeners? Sure, sure. Um, you know, sharp action is always coming in. Well, looking at the college slate, got some plays. I know that the sharps took UMass plus thirty one, right down to that's down to twenty eight twenty eight and a half now. Uh, saw some sharp play on UConn at minus twenty. It's up to twenty three. Uh, took some uh, play on BYU as you guys were talking about that game. Looking forward to seeing that game. Uh, that was a two and a half. They laid two and a half currently up to three and a half, four now at some spots. And uh, some that Missouri, Missouri plus nine. Uh, that was bet down to seven and a half. So uh, those were the, probably the top sharp plays on the college schedule. Uh, but uh, they keep rolling in. But those are the main ones. Okay, and then with the NFL sharp action, um, is that something you would see more this upcoming weekend, or do you think that's already happened? And is there any games you, you think the listeners need to know about on the NFL slate? Well, since we've had these up uh, for about four months, Drew, we've seen some sharp play, you know, going back and forth as in you know, some of these injuries. You know, look at the Dallas Bucks line um, with with the the problems that both teams had on the offensive line, you know, that, that line has fluctuated between one and a half and two and a half. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the receiver receiving issues that, uh, um, Arizona had, uh, you got, uh, Kansas city going up from three to six. Uh, that was a sharp play. They laid three, three and a half there early and they got us. And now it's up to six. I saw some sharp play on the Texans as well. Plus eight. Um, a little bit on the Chargers, not too much, but uh, Chiefs Texans really stick out to me. I like it. This is gold, guys. <laughs> Talking with Jay Cornegie, one of the best minds in the sports betting business. On the other side of the counter, at my favorite sports book in Las Vegas, the Westgate Sportsbook. Fun place to watch the game. Fun place to bet the games as well. Um, Kelly, did you have anything here for Jay? I didn't have much. I don't like hearing that Missouri got hit. I'm not an idiot. I saw that it went to seven and a half, but uh, going to the game this weekend, and I told our good friend mid-major Matt that I thought this was a game that K-State uh, could shoot themselves in the foot. We will see. They didn't show much against South Dakota last week. Uh, we did see quite a bit of play from Missouri early on versus Louisiana Tech before they really pulled away. As far as Jay goes, just want to say I love Jay. He's like one of my favorite guys in the industry. Always, always enjoyable, always fun. Never like John Murray. John Murray's just always insufferable. <laughs> never wants to come say hi to anybody. Like Jay's like a man of the people, right? Like people want to go there. They want to say hi to Jay. He always shakes hands, takes the time. John just would rather sit in his office and watch baseball. <laughs> that a lot. <laughs> Love Jay. I mean, tell me I'm yeah, wrong. Man. Somebody tell me Listen. I'm wrong here because I'm not. I know I'm not. You're wrong. wrong because John Murray also will sit in his office and watch soccer. That's, oh, okay. Yes. And, and soccer. He had a tough afternoon. You know, his Liverpool went down today. He was not 
pleasant. He actually had to oh. leave early. He must have a he must have a he must have a really nice boss, right? Yeah, yeah. His boss, must, hey, his boss is uh, pretty cool. Jay, just real quick, you said you talked about UConn, Syracuse. Quick, Were, did you say they took UConn and it still climbed, or did they take Syracuse? We got some sharp play. UConn minus twenty. Right. Got it. Okay. Because okay. that's. I've got one for the uh, NFL slate. UConn's the, I just want to know, because I'm, I'm Syracuse. I spend a lot of time in the Syracuse area. So UConn's, what are they, plus 23 now in that game? UConn plus 23? Yes, I'm sorry. Wait, hold on a second. Did I screw that up? Let me look at well, it I right just, I, I just, I, Yes. I Okay. Okay. Back up. Back up. Let's look at that game again. Syracuse. Okay. Okay. I didn't mean to confuse everybody. Syracuse minus 20 was the sharp play. Okay. So Got I screwed it. that Got up. It. See what happens? Because, See, that's because that, they're talking that. about. Yeah. Going back, looking at it. Yes. I did write down. I wrote down UConn minus 20, but it's actually Syracuse minus 20. So I apologize. Wait, Jay, do you actually have a card? Like, is this like an old school Kelly and Murray card? <laughs> so I have a follow-up question, Jay, that I think is like super yeah. important and goes back to one of Drew's questions. Because this this spot makes so much sense to kind of go against Syracuse after last week. Could that be them pushing the line up to take UConn later in the week? Like, because that's we, we see that a lot, I would say. Like those false moves, um, I I thought it was a true play at twenty. I don't know what if they're going to come back and get off of that. Maybe they were trying to push it up to a certain number that they're not getting to, um, so they could come back and, and get off that game at twenty three, twenty three and a half. I do see some twenty three and a halfs out there, so um, you know we'll have to wait and see. I really don't know if that's a false move or not. Jay, I know Ariel had a question for you. I just got one more. Um, noticing, particularly week one college football, um, also this week, we're seeing monster moves. Like, I, you know, last week we saw like full touchdown moves on sides. Do you think that's just unique to this year? Because I've been doing this for about eight years as my straight job, and I feel like there's more movement from opening line until when it closes in terms of kickoff and what what one team is favored over the other even totals do you think that is just unique to this year am i off or is it actually happening that sports betting becoming more mainstream and legalized in more space uh, in more states is actually changing the market I, I, that's a good question um I, my opinion on that would be that there's certainly more people involved. There's certainly a lot more sharp play out there than, than we've seen, uh, you know, in past years, just being the only state that had legalized sports wagering. With all this expansion, we're seeing a, a number of uh, sharp groups form out there that are very good, very well-respected groups. And, and I think that's only, uh, you know, the tip of the iceberg, really. I think it's going to get bigger as you know, some of these people are very well-organized and very well in tune and sharp and do their homework that, uh, you know, the, the operators will have the, their challenges of really categorizing and profiling, uh, you know, all this play that we're seeing in different jurisdictions. Um, I might, 
you know, I tip my cap to them because they certainly do all their homework, but I think it's only going to grow from this point on. Okay. Good stuff from Jay. Uh, Ariel, take it away. There's one game on the NFL slate that's really stuck out to me. It's the Super Bowl runner-ups, the Cincinnati Bengals, who I'm down on this year, up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you're going to probably get so much public action on the Bengals because people are just going to say Super Bowl runner-up. It's Joe Burrow, and this offense is amazing, and they perform so blah, blah, blah. But the line hasn't moved. So why are we seeing the line stay at around six and a half? Well, first of all, I mean, you got the divisional rivals. You also have the Super Bowl runner-up. That doesn't have a very good history in week one. Nope. You know, they, nope. they struggle. Uh, do you remember what the Steelers did last year in week one? Oof. They beat the Bills. Right? Beat the Bills. They were so, oh, yeah. That was one of our biggest games, uh, actually, of the year, as we had so much play on the Bills. The Bills had all this hype, and, and again, uh, maybe not as much as they do this year, but a lot of hype surrounding uh, the, the Bills last year, and the Steelers, uh, you know, came out with the win. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just saw a six just cut, drop uh, at a respected book. So, it just went from six and a half down to six. So it mm-hmm. actually is going in the other direction at this point. Um, I I actually think uh, six is going to be a good solid number unless the public Ariel really jump on Cincinnati and push this thing the other way. But I think the sharps are going to probably be on the Steelers side. Yeah. Jay Kornergate from the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas. Jay, I know we've kept you already a little bit too long. Sorry about that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to get out here to to the uh, to the listeners and anything you think they need to know about about Westgate and you personally? Well, just want to get out that we're in operating in five different states now. Superbooks op- operates in uh, Colorado, New Jersey, Arizona, Tennessee. We should uh, open up uh, Iowa within uh, a week or two, hopefully. Uh, we will be in West Virginia by the end of the year, and we will be in Ohio uh, at the beginning of the year. So look for us in all these different jurisdictions. If you do come out to Las Vegas, uh, come and visit us here at the Superbook at Westgate. And if you're here or planning to come here this weekend, sign up for the Super Contest. Take an entry all the way until uh, 3 p.m. on Saturday. Super contest. It's a fun one there at the Westgate. Jay Cornegy, uh, we appreciate the time. Guys, go check them out at the Westgate Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Also, like he just talked about, Iowa, Colorado, New Jersey, Tennessee, Nevada, soon coming to Ohio and West Virginia. Like it, Jay. Hey, thanks for all the uh, the gold from the other side of the counter. And, uh, hey, hopefully next week you can come back and join us. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll I'll take that Connecticut Syracuse thing figured out. I apologize. But thanks, guys. Thank you, Jay. Jay. That was awesome, Uh, Kelly. Good seeing Jay. That was great. Oh, I love Jay. Jay's the best. Uh, He always cracks me up. Uh, He helped us break into John Murray's house when we were there, so that was nice of him as well. I knew we were really close because I had been to John Murray's house, but I never – entered through the back gate so i was like i know it's right around here i just didn't want to like you know enter in somebody else's house that was wrong and we pull up and we're like jay who needs a high noon oops i probably shouldn't say that on the show but anyway uh he's like he's like i go where's john murray living he goes oh he lives right there it was like three houses away and he just like walks us right in and 
It was a great time. The best part was that we didn't care about seeing John Murray. We wanted John Murray's dog Ellie, which、Basically. we did end up getting Ellie, and John wasn't going to let us meet her. We decided to meet her ourselves. Don't mess with us. <laughs> Easy. We'll find a way. I, 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 I have two quick thoughts, Drew. I just want to throw these in there because it, it follows up what Jay said. The reason I was wanted to make sure he was saying Syracuse is I'll be shocked if they don't come back on UConn at some point. It really feels like a head fake to me. Syracuse has Purdue next week, and they they killed Louisville last Saturday. Killed Louisville, destroyed them. Every like everyone here, it's just like I mean they're they're go, like, and they have to go to UConn. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a football game at UConn. That's not like a That's not really like a trip you want to like make. It's kind no, of no like, trip. UConn is not really. We we have been、uh, have. to a football game at UConn. Oh, I have. No, I've been to a football game. I've been to the campus.、There. I've been to、My、the campus. Went there. It's just if there was ever going to be a spot where they just went through the motions, like because that Purdue game, like they don't get Big Ten opponents in the Carrier Dome that or with a JMG Dome, whatever the hell it's called these days, that often. So next week's a huge. This is a Marco D'Angelo like deli spot if I've ever seen one. That was my first thought. My second thought, Drew, going back to your army play, it's been pouring here for like six days, and that's natural turf in West Point. And、mm. the the Roadrunners play in the Alamo Dome, and it's、yeah. supposed to rain like most of the rest of the week. So there's just a thought that that would further support army. That's all I.、Got. Oh yeah, slow it down, muddy. They probably haven't cut the grass in three weeks. That is great. Yes, good option football for army. I like it. Um, Kelly, we do have a question in here about、uh, or statement. City by the Bay, welcome in. By the way, on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, feel free to fire away in the chat box. He's saying shout out to the whole team. It's all about teasers in the NFL. That's the way it should go. And by the way, guys, if you don't know teasers, Kelly's been doing them for a while. And in the final thoughts segment, maybe Kelly gives her annual teaser disclaimer. I don't know. Throw it over to you, Kelly. Is there a disclaimer? Well, I wrote a blog, and then、about? I got—I found I got in trouble for writing a blog, so they deleted it.、Uh, <laughs> you're not supposed to tell people not to tease things that they're not supposed to do, because, well,、uh, our CEO Rick Alec actually told a really funny story、uh, to me and our producer Joe Ranieri on Slack the other day when I was talking about how dumb people are for teasing college football, and、uh, you know, a good family friend of Rick's. His daughter brought her boyfriend, and he had teased some college football to dinner. And he said, "How do you think we pay for this dinner?" <laughs> Forgot because guys like you teasing college football.、Uh, Rick said he thought it was pretty funny. So it is <laughs>、okay. what it is, and、uh, those you can kind of read around the lines there. I tried to keep out anything that would get me in any trouble, but it's true. Like you should be teasing six team, two or excuse me, two team six point teasers minus one ten. If、you're not finding minus one ten. Go shop around for them. You should not be paying any more than that, and you should be going through the key numbers of three and seven, not seven T's down. Sorry, Joe Ranieri, but seven and a half down to one and a half, one and a half to seven and a half, two and a half to eight and a half, whatever it is. That's it. And there's the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Browns, the Rams, the Jags this week, and so I have all five of those basically in a bunch of two team teasers, and that is all I played this week in the NFL besides my best bet. Rant saying teasing CFB is bad, NBA bad too.、Um, <laughs> yeah, don't tease yeah. basketball. Don't tease basketball. Teasing basketball, like yeah, don't do that. 
I, my brain's gonna explode. <laughs> also saying NFL lines are sharp, better edges in college football. Um, 100%. Kind of agree with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. NFL lines. Mm-hmm. Jay just said it. The lines have been out for four months. You don't think yeah. come Sunday morning those aren't the sharpest those numbers are gonna be? Give me a break. Like beating the NFL market is just hard. That's why I'm gonna do teasers. One best bet a week, and I'm I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna show some discipline this year, and uh, that's it. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, come that's Sunday good. night, I'm gonna leave the group chat and be mad at every single one of you. You're gonna do it anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, I didn't leave the we group chat you. at all on Saturday. I just blocked like four people. I didn't leave. I didn't leave. Yeah, you didn't leave this week. You're good. Guys, check. Check out wagertalk.com. Best free live odds in the industry. Free plays up and available. You can learn how to bet. Just go to the live odds tab, and that's where you can find the live odds when we're uh, talking about where the lines are moving. Also, check out Viva Tequila Seltzer, vivatequilaseltzer.com. At checkout, coupon code The Hustle. Just actually, it's just hustle, H U S T L E. Takes 10% off, can ship it to your house. The stuff is good. Zero sugar as well. Uh, we got best bets, and then uh, we're out of here. So going around the horn, Ariel Epstein on Twitter, MLB Network, and Yahoo Sports. Ariel, any final words of advice? Any kind of final statements here? And where are you going for best bets? Final words of advice, listen to this show, listen to all the shows here at Wager Talk. They're freaking awesome for giving you the sharpest edges. NFL is rough, but take advantage early on in the year because these are the best numbers you're probably going to get for the first half of the season. I really like this game between the Steelers and the Bengals. I was asking Jay the question about the Steelers and why the line hasn't really moved much because I've already seen, and I can tell based on the way people talk about them, People still love the Cincinnati Bengals. They're fun. They're flashy. The line still hasn't moved. When you see those line freezes, it's telling me that they're waiting, but there's action coming in on the other side. People aren't going to be high on the Steelers because of the quarterback switch. You still have a quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, who has actually played in the NFL before. Um, So I do like the Steelers. However, they really haven't done much to help that run defense. From a prop perspective, I also really like for the running back, Joe Mixon of the Bengals, to go over 70 and a half rushing yards. That number is out there in the market. Go bet these overs now. Don't wait for these games on Sunday to roll around because 70 and a half, I bet you, is going up to at least 75 and a half by kickoff on Sunday. The Steelers' defense, their run defense, was just atrocious last year. Mixon took advantage 90 rushing yards, 165 rushing yards. Go bet that over before it gets too high on Joe Mixon. At Ariel Epstein on Twitter. I'll follow that up. Arizona State, Oklahoma State, 58 being the total. Oklahoma State minus 11. I was looking towards the dog here. Arizona State, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. He's 7-2 and two against the spread as an away dog his last nine. But actually, guys, I'm going to the total here. Oklahoma State in Central Michigan. Shout out to Rob Vino with this stat from Best Damn College Football Show out there. They had 32 possessions last week. Oklahoma State ran a play every 14.3 seconds. That is ultra high tempo. Going up against Arizona State here, who we just saw their quarterback go to LSU and not look that good on nationally televised game against Florida State. I actually think they're riding under the radar here. I mean, both side, you know, side perspective, but even more so total. I think that they're going to be able to move the ball against this uh, Cowboy defense and seeing a total still in the 50s. 
I think this gets up and over. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something like 40 to 30, very high scoring game. I think this skies over the total of 58. That's the Sun Devils and Cowboys, Arizona State, Oklahoma State, over the total 7.30 Eastern kick on that Saturday night. Throw it over to Adam Trigger on Twitter, at TopFlightSI. Check him out, wagertalk.com. I believe 5% play up and available. Trig, where are you going for best bets? Final thoughts? Drew, um, well, I, I guess my my final thoughts will, will be a good lead-in to best bets. Took a couple of losses by a half point last week. It's easy to dwell on those, but we know we're going to be on the right side of a couple half-point losses at some point later in the season. So, you know, it is what it is. One of those, though, I still don't understand how App State, um, after scoring the touchdown and missing the two-point conversion, does not cash with plus one and a half. And, Drew, I, I just can't stay away. I've got to go against North Carolina again this week. That's where I'm going for my best bet. I'm going to take Georgia State. I already locked it in. It's a 4% play. I took the seven and a half. Drew, North Carolina gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter of that game. Like, when was the last time someone gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter of a game and still won the game? I'd actually love to know. Maybe Ralph can, can figure that out for us. But that's insane. They gave up 649 yards of total offense and still somehow won the game. Now they have to go on the road to another Sunbelt team back-to-back week and lay a touchdown. And this Georgia State team, Drew, they actually were, were far more competitive than the 35-14 final against South Carolina would suggest. Um, they they really were just the, on the wrong end of a couple big plays. And, and South Carolina's defense, uh, you know, tip your cap to them. They made, made plays in that game. Other than that, the Georgia State outgained South Carolina. I think it was 311 to 306. They ran the ball for 200 yards. And App State going back to, or I'm sorry, North Carolina going back to last year has been horrific against the run. They were gashed for another 288 on the ground by Appalachian State. Uh, and they also lost the first down battle in that game to App State, 38 to 30. I just don't see how they can lay seven and a half here especially, too, after a game like that where you score 63 points, you put up all sorts of yardage. This seems like a letdown spot for North Carolina. I'm going to take the points with Georgia State, 4% uh, client play and best bet for the show. Yeah, back-to-back Sunbelt opponents. Two things for me. One, Appalachian State. If you say Appalachian, they will destroy your life and you will never be allowed in North Carolina again. They did on Twitter. Yeah, they did. That's a good point. Yep. Appalachian. It's a little extra of an effort, but you've got to do it. Um, second, I did leave out Chris Thurston's best bet. It is, quote, Rams plus two and a half, no analysis. That's his best bet. CT <laughs> mic drop. Got it. it, it no hula dance, Ariel? You, you only didn't... hula for a win. You can only hula yeah. for a win. I don't do this yeah, whole hula no, for a no loss thing. No one's hooling after last week. No one had to hula. No, no, no hula yeah. after last let's, week. Okay. Let's no, talk, and let's even ECU covering as a double-digit dog, I couldn't even hula. I wasn't even – I was – that missed PAT to turn right around and miss the game-winning field goal just took every ounce of my being not to, like, just – break my especially because that field goal to end the game i think was even two yards shorter than the one he made last year like to win a game for ecu so you you would think that this guy was going to be able to make it whatever is what it is today went to shit after that kiv leave us with a winner and any words of wisdom here for uh sports betters Ooh, words of wisdom uh listen (laughs) i I, i've made a lot of mistakes so 
<laughs> when I say words of wisdom, they, they come from the heart. I think that you should absolutely set your bankroll parameters correctly, one to 5%. I think that you should show some discipline and not bet every single game on the board. And I think that you should listen to people that are a lot smarter than you. And that doesn't include me. Full disclosure, I, I had some guy. I mean, it does, just, but it's okay. You know, just repeating over and over and over again how he beats teasers long term. I'm like, bro, you you have to hit 74% if you're laying minus 120 with teasers. Like, what are you talking about here? But there's no rhyme or reason with some of these people. And so I just am just stopping to do that. But uh, the, the reason why I'm here today is because a lot of the guys here at Wager Talk, a couple guys that are no longer at Wager Talk, a couple guys like Jay Cornegay, Kenny White, John Murray, uh, they're a lot smarter than I am, and they were nice enough to teach me a lot of things. Be a sponge, absorb everything that you can, and uh, learn from your mistakes because that's the only way that you're going to be able to be successful at this very long term. And that is the goal, right? Uh, of course, I'd love to pick winners every single weekend. This last weekend was uh, not it, but this weekend, that is the plan. That being said, uh, my best bet, obviously, is the Vikings plus one and a half. It's still available. I think it's headed to a pick 'em. So keep an eye on that. It's the same reason why I'm betting the Vikings season win total over. I'm betting the Vikings to win the NFC North. And uh, I have a Kirk Cousins prop over passing yards. I have a Dalvin Cook over nine and a half rushing uh, touchdowns. I expect this Vikings defense to, to capitalize on last year with a new offensive-minded coach who I think will bring this team out. This team lost four of six of their last games by stupid bonehead mistakes. And I think that's what cost Zimmer his job as much as I loved him and what he was able to do against the spread. It was no more. Uh, as far as my best bet in college football, it's going to be the Pitt Panthers. And uh, that's just because I think the line is completely out of control. Same same thing as the Florida analysis, except I, I know the backyard brawl, knockout, dragout game. I was on West Virginia. I had West Virginia on the money line. But this line should be two and a half. The fact that it's six and a half is is just ridiculous. Tennessee is is going to be decent, but now they have to go into a somewhat hostile territory with a Pitt Panther team riding high off that rivalry win, if I could even talk. And uh, I like I like them, and I think that they have an opportunity to beat uh, Tennessee. And when you guys see my third play for this parlay, you're going to vomit. So I'm just going to leave that until <laughs> Friday morning. She's Kelly in Vegas, also Pitt with the extra time to prepare, staying at home towards her uh, bet there. You heard from Ariel Epstein, Adam Trigger as well. I am Drew Martin. Check out VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Coupon code HUSTLE at checkout takes 10% off. Don't forget WagerTalk.com. A lot of free sports betting advice. Best free live odds in the industry as well. WagerTalk.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please smash that like button. All 300 people watching live right now. And feel free to reply below on the WagerTalk YouTube channel, on Twitter as well, wherever you're downloading your podcast at The Hustle Show Podcast. We will be back next one next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck with your bets.